Hello everyone, welcome back to Positive Mind with Stephen Akindayomi. In today's episode, I will be talking about serving prisoners. One of my favorite books in the Bible is Ecclesiastes, and I particularly like this extract from the chapter 7 verse 12 that says, For wisdom is a defense, as money is a defense. But the excellence of knowledge is that wisdom gives life to those who have it. Similarly, when the famous Bob Marley was asked if he would describe himself as rich by the possession he owns, he replied, I don't have that kind of richness. My richness is in life forever. Isn't it funny how people view concepts of world differently? In today's episode, I will be discussing how our upbringing can deeply impact our mindset and how we somehow imprison ourselves. So the question is, how do we imprison ourselves? How do we become our own jailer? My mother always said, people should be able to take care of themselves even if they are rich and important in the society. A bed is safe in the cage, but bed were not created to live in the cage. Bed are most beautiful when they are free, free to fly, free to sing sweetly in the morning. However safe they may feel, they are limited, and this can be likened to being safe in prison. So what is the right thing to do? Set them free so they can dwell in their own natural habitat. Oftentimes, when dealing with life issues, we can sometimes fall into irregular period of feeling down. This statement goes tenfold for anyone struggling with mental health. No matter how much you want to move forward, and out of this wave pool of negative emotion. You may feel like you're stuck in a rip style. You want to be productive, but you can't turn those negative thoughts because you feel down. And in the end, you can't be productive. The circle is fairly common. And after giving it some thought, I believe there are several ways we human beings trap ourselves, or should I say, imprison ourselves. Please stay tuned as we continue on today's topic. Thank you for sitting back and I hope you all are doing great today as I am. And if you are doing great, you should be grateful. We all know the year has been ups and down. There are so many things that is going on since when COVID came. Um, it has destabilized a lot of things. Some of us have set a goal to able to achieve, or we are unable to do them because of one or two things. But the good news is we are still here. We've been through it all, and we are in the last month of the year, December. And I hope this last month of the year brings us good. I'll try my best not to take too much of our time today. Just before I dive into today's topic, can I please remind you to please leave your reviews at the end of this podcast. And if you have any questions to ask, you can always DM me or contact me by my website using the contact form at stevenakindayamid.com. Your reviews are more are very important to me and this will help me to understand how I can better serve you all through this forum. Now to the business of the day. Life is a journey that must be traveled, no matter how bad the roads and accommodations are. Very often, 
the road we travel on will not always be smooth. In fact, throughout our travels, we will encounter many challenges. Life is a journey filled with lessons, hardships, heartaches, joys, celebration, and special moments that will eventually lead us to our pathway of success and our purpose in life. Just as Maya Angelou wrote, anything that works against you can also work for you once you understand the principle of reverse. If someone believes they are limited by the gender of their race or background, they will become just that, as in limited. Let me illustrate this point with a story of a little boy called Adam. Adam wanted to be like his friend, Bobby. Adam loved the way Bobby walked and talked. Bobby, on the other hand, wanted to be like Charles. Something about Charles fascinated him. Charles envied someone else called Danny and aimed to copy Danny, looks and habit. Interestingly, Danny also had his own hero. He wanted to be just like Adam, the first guy in this scenario. So to sum up, Adam was imitating Bobby, who was imitating Charles, who was imitating Danny, and Danny, who was imitating Adam. What does this tell you? It turned out all Adam had to do was to be himself. I know we all have our heroes. We all are people who want to become, we try to do their way. Even as a child in school, you love some people, what they wear, how they behave. We end up imitating them and we start becoming like them. Furthermore, it is always good to stay in our own lane run our own race. Nothing could happen when you compare and compete. God yastic for measuring faithfulness. It's how faithful you are with your own gift. You are not responsible for the nature of your gift, but you are responsible for how you use it. When we start doubting ourselves or our ability to become great or what we should be, then we're already denying ourselves what God created us for. Our thought is either creating or destroying us. Self-hatred is self-imprisonment and self-forgiveness is self-liberation. You have the right to suppress yourself, oppress yourself and depress yourself. You have the right to impress yourself too. But you know what? You can as well feel happy with your mindset. Our mindset is a, is a storage that produces what we eventually become or what we are becoming. So we should always make sure and be careful how we think, how we reason. We should not let the atmosphere always take control of us. And I hope we're able to work and deal with our thinking and our mindset. Just like the book of Proverbs 23 says, as a man thinketh, so he is. We start becoming what we think about. We create our own reality, whether we are conscious of it or not. Most of us are unaware of the power of our thoughts. When we become aware that it is our thought that creates our reality. We can then consciously choose different thoughts. Therefore, creating 
a different reality. This is called creating consciously. We are the creator of our own life. If we don't like what we have created, we can simply choose to change our thoughts to create a new reality of ourselves. We are more powerful than we realize. We are so on the evolutionary path, yet to experience all that life has to offer. Whether it be pain or joy, we choose our pains and our sorrows. It is good to wish throughout my life journey, finding my pathway to sources. I realize how some human beings oppress themselves unaware. It's good to like good things, but don't ever allow envy to be the talk of the day. Oh, I've always wanted this car. I've always liked this lifestyle. Don't always like something or want something until when you see it in the life of order. If that's what you've always wanted or the life you've dreamt for or planned to be, what have you been doing together? If you have to get two jobs to get that life, it's up to you. But when you start craving or desiring things until when you see it in people, this can get you to stop. It will only bring some kind of negative vibes into your life and you don't need all of that. It's good for us to know what we want. It's good for us to run our race and to be in our own lane. Wishes and beliefs are different things. You don't always get what you wish for, but chances are there for you to get what you believe in. Here is where the journey of self-imprisonment starts. When material words or to become rich at all costs is only what people of a nation think of, then their city will be insecure and unsafe to live. I've been to few countries in the world, and I will use United Kingdom where I live as an example. I live among people that cut their coats according to their size. No one here if you have the biggest car in the city or in the town. No one care about if you have the biggest house. Everybody are content with what they have. People work for what they need and they live for what they actually want. Don't get me wrong, we still have people that fall into the trap of envy, jealousy, and want to be someone else when they are not actually paid the deals or pay the price. Sometimes the people we see riding on high have worked hard to get there. They didn't just get there overnight. They didn't just, it didn't just fall over them, but they found a way to get there. And if this life is what you want, go back to the drawing board. Plan. If it is a skill or training you need to get a better job to give you that, this type of life, you just have to do it. It is never too late. It is never good to continue wishing when you can put all of this in action and start to live the life you envision for yourself. The average person believes being rich is a privilege awarded only to a few lucky people. This, I would say, it is a false mindset. Like I said, 
in my intro about Bob Marley interview with reference to his fame, when he was asked how much money has he got in the bank, or asked if he was a rich man and if all his possession makes him rich. He replied and his answer were just so simple that he does not have that kind of richness, that his richness is in life forever. So simply yet so profound and meaningful. This has been in my head all week. It's amazing one can read hundreds of philosophy books and articles on mindful living and then stumble across one quote that makes sense of it all in one eloquent sum of a few words. No doubt money is good, but we should strive to have balanced approach to life. Just as the book of Proverbs 23 4 says, don't wear yourself out trying to get rich. Be wise enough to know when to quit. Solomon was not trying to discourage us here to become successful. He's just trying to tell us to know where to draw the balance so that we don't run into a life that we will regret at the end of the day. Chasing after success should not separate us from our family, from our loved one, and to hinder us from living our life the way it should be. You don't want to overwork yourself and that will affect your health. You don't want to build or you don't want to put all your eggs in the basket. And at the end of the day, the company you put all this effort for, you might say, oh, you walked your way to the top. You're going to be fine. You can never get sacked. You can never replace. But trust me, even stock market crash, economy and country goes into recession. But no one can determine what tomorrow holds. So have the time to plan ahead, even while you are in the journey of this success. And I hope we're able to draw the line and know when to rest, when to have time with family and loved ones, especially in this month of Christmas. Try to reach out, try to catch up with some friends, some family that you've left around. Take some break off work, take some break off social media or whatever that is taking your attention or divert your mind away from your loved one. Make people happy. If you have what it is, send people cards. Buy as little as you can. Say good words, send a smile. Someone need those of your word. Someone need your encouragement. Someone need your all. Someone need your gift. And I hope you're able to put that smile on someone's face. How do I know that Solomon was not trying to discourage us? He has once advised among those people that are lazy and warned them to expect poverty and family shame. But yeah, it's a contrary error. Working too much to get rich is what Solomon was trying to advise about. So Solomon advised us to have the sense of to say enough already. Wealth can disappear. Often suddenly, rich can fly away like an eagle to the sky. As even Jesus Christ put it in the book of Matthew 6, 19, that we should not lay treasure here on earth because it can be destroyed. And even thieves can break in and steal them. In the book of Post Timothy 6, 8, reminds us that we should walk and if you have food, clothes and a place to live, then we should be content. We should all know that success ends on the day you die. All wealth and possession will immediately transfer to someone else. The reality is 
that person is always someone other than you. You won't have the same drive or neither the same vision. You may not be where you want to be yet, but look how far you've come and be grateful that you are not stuck where you once were. You are a work in progress, which means you get there a little at a time, not all at once. Don't chase another human being. Instead, chase your curiosity, chase your development and your goals. Chase your passion, strive to work for something bigger than yourself. And instead of trying to convince someone that you fit within their world, strive to build your own. Life is like a game. All you have to do is to know how to play it. I would like to encourage you to take action before it is too late. I would like to give us another example. If you have ever been to a circus or traveled somewhere exotic, you may have encountered elephants either doing tricks or taking tourists on ride through the forest. You wonder how such giant creatures train all around the world. A tragic process is still being implemented by, by the elephant handlers. They start by training the elephant when he is a baby and weigh only like 200 pounds. At that stage, they shackle his legs to a 12 foot length of chain and stake the chain into the ground. During this process, many other unspeakable events happen to the baby elephant. Yet the key thing the elephant learned is that while he may walk a few feet, his freedom is limited by the 12 foot diameter circle to which his chain confounded him. After a long while, when the elephant has grown to be almost 30 times his size, the trainer removed the shackles. Though the elephant is now physically free, he never again, for the rest of his life, wander beyond his 12-foot circle. His mind, his heart have been forever in prison. We too are bound by invisible chains. They come in the form of unexamined limiting belief and narratives that we have about ourselves. Story like, I am not good enough. I don't deserve to be happy. People like me aren't successful. Life is an example of narratives that lock so close to us we may not recognize them. Just like the baby elephant, our narrative was hammered into the ground during our childhood by our family or church and or our teachers, sometimes unconsciously, sometimes deliberately. The stake and its chain ensure we did not wander outside the fry of our 12 feet, but now we are grown adults. And even, even though that the direct childhood influence are no longer there, the stake is gone, the chain is no more, but we remain imprisoned by our own narrative, wandering only within our 12-foot circle. Even though, in reality, our freedom, happiness, and fulfillment are just beyond our imagined limits. You may have often now examined lots of old narrative and beliefs, and if you are a lifelong learner and consciousness explorer, you will discover there is always more to this construct. How do you find them? Trace invisible trend of feelings such as frustration, resentment, anger, blame, or resignation. They will lead you to the chain and untimely the stake to which it is attacked. 
Before we go, I'll try to give us some areas where um, we do imprison ourselves. Some of us is our finance. We should face it. Debt is a poverty, no matter how you want to. I, I remember when I was struggling with my finance, I think I make mention in my uh, previous podcast, taking unnecessary credit card, taking unnecessary loan. And before you know it, if it, whether you like it or not, you are still going to pay back this money. So it is obvious that far too many people trap themselves in lifestyle that they no longer want, need, or can afford. Uncontrolled spending enslaves us to a life of mediocrity and routine, and it puts us into a place of depression. Another area I would try to talk about is toxic relationships. Whether you are in a partnership or you are in a dating or you are in a marriage or you could be between your family range. Relationship to me is not only about people that marry. It could be at your workplace. It goes beyond boy and a girl or woman and a man. It could be some friends. We all know at least one or all other people that just can't seem to let go of people in their lives would take advantage of them and sometimes even abuse them. Hopefully, the person being abused is not you. What makes it even more difficult is when it is family member, anyone who is toxic to our physical and mental well-being should be eliminated. To do otherwise is to enslave ourselves. Another area is addictive habits and behaviors. I don't think there is any doubt that addiction and bad habits are a big area where we remain trapped. I know you might say, oh, as the year comes to an end, you're going to set some new year resolution that you're not going to do this. You have your list. But the truth of the matter, you don't need to wait for December to start breaking the chain of habits. You can start now by developing yourself before it forms you bigger, just like the story of the baby elephant. The fear of change or to lose. Whatever we are afraid of has the ability to, to back us into a corner that keeps getting smaller the longer we live. Remember, in most cases, that fear is equal to false evidence appearing real. So just like the scripture we read, as man thinketh, so he is. Another example is feeling unworthiness, telling yourself you are not smart enough, you are too young to do this. Nobody's too young to do anything and nobody's too old to do anything. Make up your mind today to be to start living the life of yours. Every one of us has value and deserve a life of well-being. Because of our time, I will take one more example, and this one is blaming others, refusing to forgive or feeling of guilt. Like someone rightly wrote, imagine me taking poison and expecting you to die. Resentment cannot do you any good. Hate cannot do you any good. It will only eat you up of your own happiness. Forgiveness is power. Whoever that is giving the forgiveness out is gaining power until when you give it a try, then you will never know how much power you are giving out. And like example of the bed, to refuse to be the bed in the cage because you are not created for that. You are created to be happy. You are created to sing sweet song. 
and I hope we're able to understand all of this. I'll be coming to conclusion. At the end of the day, you are responsible for yourself and your action, and that's all you can control. So rather than be frustrated with what you can't control, try to fix the thing you can. A story once told many years ago, a city was nearly raised down by fire and there was a house connected with it. There was a dog and this dog barked furiously. It was only by its barking the family were awoken to escape from the flame and their lives were spared. But the poor dog was chained. He barked and saved the lives of others, but he was born himself. Why you want others, lest you become lost yourself when you don't take action of your life and take necessary need when needed. Whether things turn out great or awful today is totally up to you. A positive attitude is contagious. So spread your thinking around and be a little bit of a cheerful leader. For the folks who are doubters, be thankful for the good in your life and maintain a positive attitude. Yes, the economy may be bad, but don't let your attitude reflect that. Keep positive in all your dealing today. Have the courage to live life the way you want and not the way others wish you did. Get used to accepting being misunderstood and even experiencing rejection in a world where even are wired for connection. It makes sense that the rejection is painful and we work so hard to avoid it. We, we try to avoid it so much that often we end up walking away from dreams or doing the things that make us truly happy. Not everyone will get you and it will hurt, but you will be okay. If only if you can just be yourself. I will always say, if you don't follow your dream, then who will? If you don't become who you're supposed to be, then who will be you? Stop chasing after human. Stay blessed. And I remain your host, Stephen Akindam. Be positive. Bye for now. Till we meet again.